episode 13, nothing but NFL playoffs. We had a great interview last episode with Sarm. Couldn't have been the night. He's the nicest guy I've ever met. Simple as that. He's a good dude. Great dude. He agreed to come on the podcast. It was awesome. He even talked a little football. He did talk a little bit. Which which is what we're going to do today. Yeah. Um, We'll do nothing but NFL playoffs right now. Let's do it. Um, Let's just do a quick little recap. What do you want to start with for a recap? I'm biased, so I'm going to start with the 49ers. Okay. Beating on the Seahawks. It was close at halftime. I mean, it was a little bit scary, not going to lie, but pulled out the dub. Brock Purdy. Did the Seahawks ever have a chance, even though they were down up one at the half? I mean, Pete Carroll thought so. I mean, in the third quarter, he said um, in the postgame presser that uh, he thought that his team had a chance to put it away in the third, but I don't think they ever really had a chance, to be honest. I think the 49ers' defense is just way too way too solid for the Seahawks. And, you know, Geno Smith, dude, he was scrambling in the pocket. Yeah. He, he could not handle the pressure, so. The yeah. pressure of Nick Bosa and that mighty 49ers defense. I want to give the Seahawks some credit, though, making it this far with Geno Smith. 100%. Everybody thought they were going to become, they would be last in the division, just not good. It would have been, it would, they would have thought the Seahawks were going to do what the Rams did this year. 100%, definitely, yeah. And it's just a good props to them. It's going to be a good future. I don't know if they are going to keep Geno as the uh, quarterback for the future. If I'm a Seattle fan, I think I'm what vouching do you for want? Geno yeah. Smith, you to want? be honest. Yeah, especially because, you know, Geno Smith is talking about, like, give me a whole offseason full of practicing, playbook, getting in shape, doing all the things with the team, and, like, let's see what happens because he had a pretty historic season. I mean, he had broke the franchise single-season pass, passing record. record, right? Yep. Yeah, and, I mean, that's crazy to, to take that over from Russ because he was there for a long time and, you know – he was their franchise quarterback, so it's crazy. I want you to go over this next AFC wildcard spot. It's It brings me too much pain <laughs> to talk about this G-forsaken team and the <laughs> fact that they had a shot at making the playoffs and, Lord forbid, making it to the next round. I got my hopes up way too much. Hear that now. Yeah, such is the story of uh, Chargers fans, I feel like. And... um yeah, we were texting during the game, and I saw the score is 27 nothing Chargers. I'm like, oh, this game's not even worth watching. Chargers are going to run away with this, right? Next thing I know, I'm scrolling on Twitter. I'm playing Mario Kart, and I'm scrolling on Twitter, <laughs> and I'm seeing everyone being like, no way they're going to choke this, no way. And I was like, bro, oh, my gosh. And then, yeah, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. If you are I, – I was nuts. I was – sweating still with a 27 7 lead <laughs> dude been it's a, been dude i have been a chargers fan long enough to know that no lead is safe <laughs> with these guys yeah dude it's been a rough football season for you with the buckeyes and the and the chargers i have both losing on last second field, field goals. goals it's it's the story of my life um yeah. thank goodness they fired the offensive coordinator yeah. Joe joe lombardi i'm singing my praises for that one do you want to keep the head coach still, or what do you think they about do. that? They do. They believe in Staley, and yeah. that means I believe in Staley. Yeah. I do want Sean Payton, but that's a pretty panic, and Spanos is not going to pay. He yeah. is a cheap son of a gun. Yeah. Every every Charger fan hates him. Every Charger, every any fan who's been, in the, been, a, been a fan of the game, fan of the team for the past 10 years, hates this guy. He spends okay. no money. So, okay. As a Chargers fan, when you're looking for your next offensive coordinator, do you involve Justin Herbert in the process? Yeah, they're already going to involve him. They're wow, he's yeah. get, he's earned that privilege, and I think he has a, a good say. 
in the offensive coordinator job. And I think over this offseason, the Chargers OC job is one of the top at the top of the list for a lot of coaches. I think so too. You cannot go wrong. Only Lombardi can screw up <laughs> with Justin Herbert and Matthew Stafford. He yeah. screwed up both of those guys. Yeah. How does that even happen? Yeah, those two quarterbacks, man, they're outstanding. I mean, you see what happened as soon as Stafford got to LA, he won himself a ring. Yeah. So. It's, maybe maybe that can happen to the other team in SoFi. I hope know. so. But this Chargers offensive coordinator job is tasty. Yeah. With the amount of talent they have, with the the elite wide receivers, and Austin Eckler and Herbert. And a and, full season with Keenan Allen. And a full season, season with Keenan. Hopefully. We're not going to get our yeah. fingers crossed. Sorry, the Chargers bad. are going to charge her <laughs> at one point. But it is safe to say that it's gonna the future is going to look, look even more brighter than last year i agree and what could have been dolphins bills what could you have know, been that game was a lot closer than i would have thought i thought and Everybody, i was yeah. and this puts it into question of how the bills are going to do on sunday yes no yeah i was rooting for the dolphins so hard in this game and i mean you and me talked about it with dan and we're like oh you know we can pretty much just like throw that game away like but no, Dolphins made some noise, and with Skylar Thompson too, with their third string quarterback, by, lost by a field goal. I know, crazy. It's nuts. It's the playoffs. Giants. I think this was an upset, right? Giants beating the, the Vikings. It's an upset. Yeah. You know what pains me though is huh. that um, the Chargers talked to the. I think it's was it Brian Dabble, who's the head coach of the yeah, Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talked to him, and then they hired Staley. He's doing a heck of a job this heck season with job. the Giants. Who would have thought? Daniel Jones having a career year. Saquon, Saquon oh, back to yeah. full health. It's, Saquon, yeah. No, the Giants are making some noise. Were, are the Giants making noise or are the Vikings a fraudulent team? Both. Both? Yes. Okay. Primetime Kirk Cousins. Can't trust them. Does <laughs> He honestly didn't have he a— He wasn't even in prime time, though. He was in like a 1 p.m. game. It's still the playoffs, yeah, though. It's still true. the playoffs. I get I get 1 p.m. Kirk, but it's different when, when the stakes are this high. Do you think they drop they look for a quarterback in the next couple years? Uh, I think so. I think they gradually weed him out. I mean, Kirk is still great right now. And, He's good. He's but what I'm more concerned about for the Vikings is keeping Justin Jefferson. That's what Do I'm. Do you think that's gonna be a problem? Maybe. Is he still on his rookie contract? I think. I'm pretty. Might, yes, I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure that. I mean, he might have next season, but I'm pretty sure that um, him and the Vikings are gonna talk this off season. And you know, I think if I'm Justin Jefferson, I want to preserve my prime. Unlike OBJ did, and I want to oh, go to yeah. a contender, and I want to make a run for a Super Bowl. They kind of are a contender, though. They, I think Jefferson made them a contender. Yeah, but I mean, he it's not Diggs enough. It's, it's clearly not enough. It's clearly not enough for the Vikings to lose to the third place team in the NFC East at home. Yeah, in the wild card round. I but mean, is that Jefferson's fault though? No, it's not, and that's what I'm saying. He need, he would. If I'm Jefferson, I'm trying to surround myself with a team that has playoff experience that can perform in the clutch that can get the job done at home and we've seen the vikings choke multiple times this he kind of got locked up that game he kind of did and it, seven dude, for 47 that's i mean yeah those are not typical not justin jefferson numbers and it's not and tj hawkinson was the lead guy for them 10 for 29 that was crazy he was yeah a great game but yeah i think the the giants just outplayed him simple as that uh and with a pretty mid game from Saquon Barkley, even though he had two touchdowns, got like nine nine carries, fifty three yards. Without those two touchdowns, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, 
obviously, I think if you are playing the Giants, which the Eagles are, you got to focus on the run because they got no one on the pass game. No. They got nobody. I'm so surprised with what – and Daniel Jones, what do you have? Like, he had two rushing touchdowns against the Vikings? I think so. Dude, he literally – he took the team on his back. And it's crazy how far the Giants have gone without – No, like, he just had two passing TDs. He threw oh, okay, for okay. – he, he, he rushed for – He had some nice – He was the lead rusher, though. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I knew that he had some good rushing yards that game. Yeah, it's crazy what the Giants are doing without, like, a star-wide receiver in that in that lineup. It is. It's really – and star-wide receivers were going to have a matchup with between Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs on Sunday. And I want to go back to that Bengals-Ravens game, um, even with, do you think, now here's the thing, this is the number one question, Ravens know Lamar. Do you think they win that game no. with Lamar Jackson? You don't no. think they do? I think the Bengals are overall just a better team. What? I think even the, though they lost by a score? Yes. Honestly, I, I, think the Bengals, I think the Bengals are my AFC favorites, if I'm being real with you. If you're looking back at the bill's dolphins game is that what you're basing it off of i'm basing off of that and i'm gonna get into this a little bit more later but i'm basing that off of the Bengals went into arrowhead and beat patrick mahomes at his place and joe burrow's three and zero against mahomes lifetime you're like, oh, oh okay that's what i'm basing that off of okay so you're you're kind of you want them in the champ afc championship i think so yeah i mean the the chiefs are pretty freaking hot right now chiefs are hot but Joe Burrow stays cold, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess. Oh my gosh. Listen to you. I think the Ravens win this game with Lamar Jackson. A hundred percent. If they fair. barely did it Huntley choked in clutch two minute drill, I think. Choked. That's fair. Could have got it down, won it for them. They almost had it. Yeah, they did almost have Tipped it. Yeah. At in the end zone. Oh, if that hit your hands, you got That was be. a freak play. Yeah. That was a freak play. We were I was going crazy for that. Had it was it, it it was a little concerning for the Bengals, even though they had that game. They had that game out at home too. Yeah, it's crazy. Wild is this gonna? Around. Why are you not? Why are you putting the Bills at perspective against the Dolphins? Because I think the Dolphins are a better team than the, than the Ravens, and the Dolphins barely lost. They lost by three. Ravens lost by a touchdown. I think you got to incorporate the fact that the Bengals almost screwed this game up. I agree with that, and I mean. I mean, last season obviously went to the Super Bowl, so they definitely have playoff experience. Um, I do think it wasn't a great showing to have such a close game against the Ravens. I think definitely I could see your case with Lamar being in there that the Ravens would have pulled that game out. But I think the Bengals will regroup, and I just think that I think the Bills' defense really holds them back. And I also think that Josh Allen, like, taking a team on his back is when they struggle really and I mean I don't know too it could be unfair because the Bills and Dolphins are divisional uh obviously divisional rivals and um I don't know it's tough when you see a team three times to not like have their number and be familiar with them that's and true have close games so we'll see we will see um with that being said uh we haven't seen the Chiefs and Jaguars too much in the regular season but I know that Trevor Lawrence <laughs> said that in a press conference that he can't imagine Arrow Arrowhead Stadium being much louder than the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium. Duval, really, <laughs> really? Is that that's your Chief Stadium is the loudest freaking place in the playoffs? You, you didn't know the Jaguars have a loyal fan base. 
You didn't know that? They are not going to <laughs> Kansas City. I don't even want to go to Kansas City. That place, I mean, that place has football and nothing else. Yeah. Oh, but props to the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are going to get smoked. So the line on Fox says that the Jags are – Kansas City is nine-point favorites coming in at minus nine, and that obviously leaves the Jags at plus nine for the spread. Do you think the game is – who do you think – Are you covering that? I think I'm covering that. Yeah. I want it's that's why it's 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 too good. I think I am covering that as well. Yeah, it's too good, so that means it's gonna bust, right? Trevor Lawrence is gonna play pretty well, I think, but it Patrick Mahomes is gonna play. <laughs> I better. don't know, dude. Three picks in the first quarter. Was it the first quarter or the first half against the Chargers? It was the first quarter. Yeah, I dude, if you're doing that against the, if you have three picks in the first quarter, not saying that he will, because I think that's an outlier. But if you're having three picks in the first quarter against Kansas City, you're toasted. No, I agree because they're not gonna. The Chiefs are a different team than the Chargers, and I think based on the Chargers and Jags games, the Jaguars still played like crap. Hundred percent. It yeah. was the Chargers beating themselves and losing this game than the Chief, and then the Jaguars actually playing well. No, for sure. Because I mean, when your quarterback has three picks in the first quarter. I thought we were gonna. There's no way you win. We don't have to talk <laughs> about it, man. I don't even want to Moving talk on. about it. Moving on. Let's do. Let's talk Giants Eagles. That game is really interesting to me, and I honestly, I think the Giants could pull this one off. I I was just thinking that too. I didn't want to. I don't want to. I didn't want to be the one to say it though. I think they could pull it off. Like I said earlier, with the Bills and the Chiefs, when you see a divisional opponent three times, it's hard to. First of all, you know what they're running. You know their plays, their schemes, their players. You know. Pretty much almost everything about the team. You're not going to be caught by surprise. And I just think that divisional games in the playoffs are games that could easily be upsets, honestly. Yes. And it's not like it's a different environment from New York than it is no, it's, Philadelphia. No. if on, Honestly, if anything, I think New York maybe has worse temperature and worse conditions. Well, I was talking about, like, the fans and the atmosphere oh, there. Yeah, that too. But yeah, it's not too. too far off. That too. Uh, don't let the Giants host a... Host the cha- host an <laughs> NFC championship, because I don't think. Oh no, that's not an option because you still got the. They're the lowest seed. Yeah, right they're the now, lowest so seed. So they, yeah. they couldn't possibly host, but still, don't let them. Which they're not. Um, I we are not the only ones that believe the Giants could pull this off because there is some definitely holes in the Eagles' offense when it comes to Jalen Hurts and how healthy he actually is. Yeah, they had a couple of losses there late in the season too. Granted, Jalen Hurts wasn't in the lineup, but. Still, that's that's a confidence thing. That's a momentum thing. And, I mean, having that one week off, we've seen this with teams. We saw that in the MOB. Don't. Having, <laughs> I just got to bring I it know. up. Having, having that first round bye can either help you get your guys healthy, like with Jalen Hurts being healthy, et cetera, or it can seriously hinder you, especially with a team like the Giants playing with as much confidence as they have right now after beating the Vikings. And their head coach, Brian Dable, you know he is just – hyping his guys up every single day like i feel like it's a little different between the, with the mlb and the nfl mlb is so much more psychological and you could just it's you have so much time to rest and think about what could happen nfl you're on there you're going there's no stopping it's super quick but also too it's one game that puts the pressure way that's way more pressure than mlb when you have a series Ride or die. if you lose a game it's like okay like our back is against the wall but we have a chance to climb back but in the nfl it's one game so Okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I Especially because st- you're the Eagles. You're the one seed. Like, you have everything to lose. The Giants have nothing to lose, literally. 
No one thought that they were going to be playing this late in the season. No one thought they'd make the playoffs. I didn't like, think so. Daniel Jones has nothing to lose right now. So I still think the Eagles are frauds. I really do. I we'll find out. We'll I haven't find out been on, on them. Until they win the Super Bowl, I will say that they are not frauds. Yeah, we'll find out on Saturday night. They had the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. Now, next year, they're going to get tested because they have the hardest schedule next year based on record from last year, based on record from this year. They could be worse than the Rams. If No, hold on. Stop it. You don't it. think? No, not at all. Because they're not – their quarterback Stafford was injured half the time, and Cooper Cup out for the season mid-late in the season. They can't control those injuries. Yeah. I don't think that, that – was, that was a bold statement, Mr. Crawley, That's about right. them. That's, that's a conversation for another day. And now, honestly, what I think is the biggest game of this weekend, obviously bias. 49ers at home against Dallas. And I think this has a lot of people kind of shook, not knowing. I think there's a lot of people that are 50-50 in this game. I think the Cowboys put in it on the Bucks. Granted, the Bucks were not a good team. I think Todd Bowles should go. That's another day, though. Um, they could hang with the 49ers. And I can hear Cowboys saying they're down to their third-string quarterback. He, this man, Brock Purdy, is playing like a first-string Hall of Famer. Different. His offense fits up with Shanahan to the T. He's just, he's he's a white Trey Lance. That's what it is. If Brock Purdy gets it done, bro, if he does what Kaepernick couldn't do, what Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't do, if he brings us to the Super Bowl, he will never have to pay for anything ever in San Francisco. He will literally be the golden child of the 49ers forever, bro. Where do you leave? We, okay, Garoppolo's gone after this year. I think they're gonna trade him. Yeah, but this is not. That's not out of. Um, that's not out of hatred. That's out of just because Age there's too many and, good talent in. Yeah. They got Trey Lance, and which is and also injury history too. too. Injury yes. history so too. So he could go to the possibly like the team like the Raiders or a team that needs a quarterback. Hopefully, one of them. I like Garoppolo. I do not understand why 49er fans hate this man. Why I've never do, hated yeah. him. I wanted him to start this year. Why do you guys hate? this guy just put into the mind of a stingy 49er fan well okay here we go i'm just gonna break it down like a lot of people just think that he is like the definition of like a mid quarterback he can pass decently his passing numbers aren't insane he can't he's not a mobile quarterback and that's honestly where the league is transitioning to and transitioning to young quarterbacks and a lot of people have just like hold grudges about like moments where he didn't come up clutch, right? Like th- those like 49ers fans just like hold on to that. And also, you know, with Trey Lance coming in and all this talk about like Patrick Mahomes 2.0, yada yada yada. You know, Trey Lance has a lot of hype behind him and Jimmy Garoppolo, he's had some really amazing moments with the 49ers, but also some obviously very low lows. But this man's winning percentage is just That's like nothing saying. to it's scoff over at. Over seven hundred. It's insane, literally. It's nothing to scoff at. Honestly, like at the beginning of the season, I honestly wanted Jimmy to start. But I, under- I, know you I understand yeah, that I we wanted. That. I understand the front office wanted to develop Trey Lance, and um, you know we we gave up a lot for him. So I understand the front office, and you know they have a lot of belief in him. But just like the accuracy is just not there. Honestly. For Garoppolo? For Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Oh. The accuracy is not there. 
I mean, okay, I can, see that. That is rookie quarterback. That can happen. I saw that with Herbert his first couple of years too. He just made stupid mistakes, but he'll learn over time. He he will. But it's interesting now that we have Brock Purdy. Yeah, in what play. is Brock Purdy setting? Is there going to be a quarterback competition? Hundred percent. One hundred percent. I don't think it's the for these Trey Lance lovers. I don't think it's the competition they want. No, not because at all. if Brock Purdy wins yeah. him a Super Bowl, how can you honestly even right now? How can you say? Like Brock Purdy's not the starter next year, bro. He's a third. Trey Lance is going to come back. That's yeah. the only reason. Okay, why. but would Trey Lance be performing as well as Brock is doing right now, dude? This is the most pressure that a third string quarterback could be under. He literally got given the keys to a Lambo, as you like to say, and literally at the beginning of the season, Trey Lance was not getting it done for us. In the beginning of the season, when there was no, I mean, granted, remember there's pressure. when he lost to Justin Fields and the Bears? Exactly. I mean, that game was kind of an outlier because of weather and everything, but still, oh, yeah, like. Sure. I don't know. I think Brock Purdy is the future of the 49ers, honestly. And I Ooh, think a lot okay. of 49ers fans are buying into that, I really think. And, I mean, you know, Trey Lance is injured. You know, wish him a speedy recovery. Um, he's kind of in the background, so it's really easy to say Brock Purdy is our guy. And, obviously, he's performing amazing right now. So, And, dude, even that game against the Raiders, bro, like I really don't see Trey Lance, like, I don't see Trey Lance, like, performing and coming back like Brock Purdy did in such a back-and-forth game, you know? Like, that takes a lot of mental toughness. Come to think of it, when has a injured quarterback come back and done exceptionally well? Especially a mobile one. I say Especially you, a mobile one. I say Brock Purdy possibly starts the start of the season and let Trey Lance get into the swing of things. But still, it, it's something that could that's something they can never look back at. Yeah, it's definitely a competition. Um, we still haven't seen enough of him, I don't think. You can't base I agree it with on that. two games. I agree with that. But still, like, Brock Purdy, dude, like, and honestly, too, like, this could, knock on wood, this could just be an outlier for Brock Purdy, too, you know? Like, I don't think he's going to get traded. He's not going to get traded, but I'm just saying, like, this could just be a hot stretch for him, you know? Because yeah, a lot of quarterbacks just get hot, and, you know, they ride that momentum. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's interesting. But kind of jumping back into this game, I really think that, it's just a battle of the defenses, clearly. These are two of the top defenses in the NFL. And I just think that whichever defense gets to the quarterback, makes the quarterback uncomfortable, I think that's going to be the team that pulls out this victory. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think Brandon Ayuk's going to win. I, you think that Debo Samuel's going to get guarded by Trayvon Diggs? No, he's not. Um, he's going to be short. You're not really seeing a lot of long balls from Debo. I could be wrong. Am I wrong? Like, you, Is he not a deep threat? I mean, he is, he can be, but I don't think he's had a lot of deep it's shots Ayuk this season. It's Ayuk who's leading the receivers. In yeah, yards. no, it's definitely Ayuk. Yeah, I feel like Ayuk's gonna cook uh, Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> I think he's gonna cook. That's him. hot. That's a hot take. He, I think he's gonna absolutely cook this man. You're not very hot on Diggs, are you? I mean, I am, but I just see how uh, he reacts to routes, and he can just. He, dude, he got folded by, or so, I think he got folded by Zay Jones just a couple weeks, like in oh, the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eat a one head fake, and you saw <laughs> Sante Samuel, who was a high, high defensive asset in that game, three picks. The one time he got folded like an omelet yeah. in the in the end zone. Yeah, it's just he's just not good at reading routes. Yeah, no, it's definitely going to be an interesting matchup. But I think like the biggest two factors in the defenses are definitely Micah Parsons and Nick Boza. Whichever yes. player has the most exceptional game between the two of those is going to be a huge, huge. Whoever's um, guarding them is just going to have a such long a bad, such day. a long, long game, day. Dude. Yeah, no, but those two are definitely the X factors for their teams in this game. 
And it's going to be interesting because I don't think Brock Purdy's seen a defense like this before. Obviously, young career. I don't think he's seen a defense as good as the, the Cowboys this season. So it's definitely going to be a test for him. And I think it's a test for Dak Prescott, too, because um, his defense is definitely going to – I think the Cowboys' defense is definitely going to hold up. I think they're going to have a solid game. I just think that uh, Dak's going to have to perform if – the Cowboys have a chance if they. Four Yards are hosting this game, right? Yep. So okay. Guys. I. This is gonna sound a little weird. I like the Cowboys' chances, possibly away, hmm. than I like them at home. Why's that? I don't know. It's just I think they perform. I think they can at home. It's a lot of pressure for them to perform at one of those at a great place like in Dallas. I mean, that's what happened last year. Yeah. beat the Cowboys at home. This might be history repeating repeating itself. I'm not sure. But I don't think the Cowboys should stress on the home field advantage the 49ers have. It's a rowdy crowd, but I don't think they they should be worried about it. I think the winner of this game is going to the Super Bowl, too. I think the winner of this game is going to be the NFC champion. Yeah, look, if – I mean, I think the Giants and Eagles, it's just I hate, I hate, hate, hate that they're in prime time. <laughs> How many times, if I had a dollar every time an NFC East team was in prime time on Sunday night football, I'd be a millionaire no, over the past no, 10 literally. years. I swear, who's on who's on Sunday night football, Dad? Oh, it's the Cowboys <laughs> and Eagles or the Cowboys and Giants. I'm like, oh, my god, The gosh. Commanders and the Eells <laughs> yeah like how what are they doing to deserve this it's just these two teams I just look at this and I don't want to watch this game I don't want to watch Giants and Eagles I want to watch if the Giants are playing well honestly that's the only reason why yeah I just I'm not a big fan of these teams being in prime time I do would rather prefer NFC gets I think better look at this they're in Sunday better treatment because I think they're more loaded. The NFC is more loaded on teams. Oh, wait. No, maybe not. I might be retracting my statement there. You got to look at that Bengals-Buffalo game. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs are kind of like that cl- – or the, not the Chiefs. The Jaguars are kind of that clown in the – Every every playoff every year has that team. That's just like, how'd they even get here? <laughs> how'd they get here? Yeah, they want to slap division. I don't know. It's it's We'll have to wait and see. Bengals-Buffalo? What do you think about that? Bengals, Buffalo, uh, Bengals, Bengals. Yeah, I like them. I agree. I don't, I, Cause, like I said, I'm looking back at that Dolphins game. Yeah, definitely. Simple as that. We will see what it will be happening on Saturday and Sunday. Until then, thank you guys for tuning in for this short episode. Um, tune in for next week. We got more interviews coming. We'll tell you about that later on. More stuff football. We'll talk maybe a little more um, MLB offseason, NFL offseason as well, because there's a lot of controversy. I've been scratching my head of what the Bears are going to do with the most cap space in the NFL, which is going to be crazy. They got $119 million. Yeah. Also, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, starting to pull out the reels and the clips. Let us know about any guests that you want us to have on the podcast, too. Yes. Let us know your favorite sports content creators, people working in sports. Let us know. Let us know. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you.